Welcome to the UND Chi Alpha Podcast, a podcast to shape students that are making disciples and changing culture on the university campus, the marketplace, and the world. Well, welcome to the first episode of the UND Chi Alpha Podcast. As you heard me say on the little bumper, This is a podcast to shape you as you're making disciples on the university, the marketplace, and the world. And I feel like you can't have a Chi Alpha podcast without saying the word discipleship. I feel like like E. Scott, from the desk of E. Scott, it might, you might get a letter saying, you're going to need to take that down and redo it. <laughs> maybe, because maybe. you're not saying discipleship. Exactly. Or reconcile students, students to, Christ. to Christ. And so Let's you're going to hear that on the outro bumper, actually, is go reconcile students to Christ. That's in the spirit of E. Scott. But welcome to the first episode of the podcast. I have my bro, Mike Mislinski. Dude, glad to be here. Here with me today. And we're going to be doing something every single episode where I'm brewing up a Chemex for each guest. So we're going to have a, a little feature bean. And today, if I could have my assistant come out here and maybe just show the camera. Judah, welcome Judah Negron. We have the Chi Alpha Apostoli blend today in the Chemex. Mm-hmm. And uh, so shout out to Eurasia. Shout yeah, out to Chi Eurasia Alpha. Coffee. And you can get it online at usachialpha.com. Uh, so if you're wanting some Chi Alpha coffee, Hit it up. Hit it up, bro. This is my first time actually trying it, so I'm actually pretty so excited. So I'm going to have to... Ooh, Mizzy, you already got the cream in here, bro. That's right. I'm ready. Locked and loaded. Is that all right if I if I pour it up for you like this? Are you... Looks good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bro. Oh, I'm going to bring my assistant back. Thank you so much. All right, so today on the podcast, we're going to answer three questions mm. when it comes to college ministry, just being a disciple of Jesus. We're going to get to know Miz a little bit. Maybe get to know me, your host, just a little bit. <clears throat> We're going to answer why Jesus, mm-hmm. why Chi Alpha, and what's the win right now in this environment on the college campus. So I'm going right. to start with me and just give a little intro to myself of why Jesus. I can put it the most simply this way. My, my life verse of Philippians 3.12, and it says, Nothing compares to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whose sake I've lost all things. I consider everything else rubbish that I might gain Christ and be found in Him. And if I had to answer the question, why Jesus, in a really condensed way, I tried to find treasure in a bunch of trash. (laughs) And when I found Jesus, He showed me that the only thing I was ever going to find in trash is trash. And so, you know what I'm saying, bro? And so everything that I now do and see, perceive life is like, Wow, man, nothing compares. Even the things that I do for Jesus, nothing compares to simply just knowing Him yeah. and being found in Him. And so that's my why, Jesus. But I don't want to spend too much time on me. I want to get to our guest, Mike Mislinski. And uh, so, bro, tell us a little bit of why Jesus, and then yeah. maybe we'll go into some why Kyle stuff after that. Sure. So why Jesus? I want to start off with Ephesians 4. And it reads, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love, he predestined us for adoption as sons through Jesus Christ. And so Mm. for me, my why Jesus, I really felt like he chose me. And it's true. He's chosen all of us uh, to be his son or his daughter. 
Um, even before we were even born, he's chosen us to be with him and, and to be his sons and daughters. And so I literally felt chosen the day that I gave my life to the Lord. So mm-hmm. I grew up amongst the church crowd, the traditional church, and I honestly, bro, I was about sports and <laughs> I wanted to like live my life in my high school world. Yeah. And so when I came to college, I just just transformed that into my college world. Mm-hmm. But what happened was I got invited to a church service a lot like Chi Alpha back in the Twin Cities by a person that I haven't talked to since seventh grade. And mm-hmm. he called me out of the blue. I was like, why? Why is this guy calling me? And he invited me to a service. And he said, the thing that stuck out to me, he said, the Lord was speaking to me. And so again, growing up in church culture, I was like, I know God, but mm. I've never really had him speak to me. So I'm like, that that didn't sit well with me. And then the party that I was going to go to got canceled. <laughs> like right immediately after the phone call, it's like, hey, party's off. Parents found out because we were 18. Ooh. And so again, what he said really stuck with me. And so I ended up calling him back about a half hour later and I was like, hey bro, like I changed my mind. I'm interested in coming and checking out this church thing. Not even exaggerating, you guys. He's like, the Lord again was speaking to me and he said you'd change your mind so I'm in your driveway. What? Right now. And I'm just... Mine's in the driveway. In my driveway. So I look out the, you know, kind of peep out the side. (laughs) And there is his, the headlights beaming. It was a green sob. I'll never forget a green sob. And he was waiting there. So I was just like, God is choosing me. Hmm. And so I go to this service, get really touched. And I see, so again, I was sitting in the back or in the Mm -hmm. back. And it was like a long, skinny, like auditorium. So the stage was here. And so I sat here and I could see everybody. And I'm just seeing people raising their hands and interacting with their heavenly father. And I'm like, I don't have that. I Mm. They have a connection with God that I've never experienced before. And so I was really intrigued. And then two days later, it was a Wednesday, I got invited to another service. And that's where it was asked, if, if you don't know Jesus, would you give your life to the mm. Lord? And that, that's where I honestly, cognitively was like, I don't have a relationship with God. I know about God, but mm. don't have a relationship. And so I rose my hand and that's when I had this physical encounter with the Lord where the best way I can describe it is warm chills coming from the tip of my finger and going at this pace all the way down to my toes. Wow. And then it started dissipating and ended up in my heart. Wow. And I just was weeping. Wow. And the youth group was like around me. I was a college student. The youth group was around me. So wow. it was a powerful moment. And just all my wrongdoing and sin kind of hit me. But the love. Yeah. And it, it's still one of the, it is the best moment that I've ever had as an mm. individual was coming into the love of the Father. And I just, because I chose Him, yeah. He completely chose me. Even though He chose me already, I finally yeah. made that decision and it was the best thing I ever did. So that's why Jesus, He, once I finally chose Him, I felt that He's been choosing me the whole time. Mm. And I finally understood that at 18. Dude, praise <laughs> God, man. So if you had to say, like, after that point, how did you get plugged into Chi Alpha? How did yeah. you hear about Chi Alpha? How did that even get on your radar? Yeah, so that, great segue into the rest of what I want to say about why Chi Alpha, because yeah. Chi Alpha really was the family of believers that I needed so desperately mm. to grow in my faith, to um, totally kill sin in my life, to sanctify, and then have leadership opportunities that I 
I know I might have never had. And so mm-hmm. this family. So how, how I got plugged in was people back in the seas are like, oh, you're going back to UND. Well, there's this ministry called Chi Alpha, and it's, it's like a family. It's, it's like brotherhood, sisterhood, and so you should get plugged in. And I was a little, like, nervous to go by myself. And mm-hmm. so the beautiful thing was they connected me with someone already in Chi Alpha, and he just honored me and hosted me so well. Mm. And so he called me. He's like, hey, I heard you're interested in Chi Alpha. Let me come to the Walsh roundabout. I'll pick you up and we'll go together. And I was like, well, then I'll go. Walsh, bro. So I'm not going to show up alone. And so the yeah. way Chi Alpha hosted, I felt so loved right, mm. right off the bat. Bro, speaking of Walsh, a little background on Miz and I. Oh, on, here, on oh boy, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a freshman, right? Coming into UND uh, fall of 2013, which must have been your senior year, right? Fall of 13, yeah. Fall of 2013, that was the mm-hmm. beginning of your senior year. So this is just a picture of me. Imagine Josiah searching in the trash for treasure, like, and I am just trash. I'm covered in trash. <laughs> I'm wearing like a tank top, like a bro top, you yep, know what I mean? Moving, moving into my, my dorm. I have my Vans on, my Nike high socks. And some probably like pinstripe Volcom shorts. <laughs> you know wow, I mean? you got the memory, bro. Like, and so I pull up to the wall to the Walsh roundabout with my parents, and I'm about to go into the front door, and here comes this tall, lanky, redheaded. That was me, man. And I'm like, okay, who is this man? And then there's another dude with him. David was with you, right? I think so. David Kaysen, director out at UMC Chi Alpha, was with him as well as Bryce Meyer. And Bryce walks up to me and says the classic <laughs> Bryce, hey man, how are, how are you? And Miz is just in tow. And I remember sniffing out at that moment because at this time in my life, I was not serving Jesus. I was actually rebelling against God and yeah. against Christians. I had wanted nothing to do with believers and you could just feel that we were christian because we were loving trying yeah, to love you, you trying to love me serving and all that stuff and oh it was <laughs> it was horrible because we would make this eye contact where he's just like this is his nasty glare and he's like this guy but we're gonna love him anyway and so then, we, yeah, go, go. no but taking it to then there's soccer tryouts and you're like oh, oh goodness gosh. me here he is at soccer tryouts i thought i escaped this dude we got they brought my stuff up to the dorm they were serving me loving me and my mom's chatting him up because my parents want me to get plugged in right yep. <laughs> and and i'm sitting there in my chair like this you just saw me all the time, and your heart just sank. And but I, it was the Lord yes, touching you. Bringing though. me in. Yeah. And so I, I was like, finally, I get away from this guy. Soccer tryouts. There's Miz. <laughs> parents weekend. Okay, I'll go to church to appease my parents. There's Miz. I'm not trying to see this dude. At Squires, walk into class. There's Miz. There's Miz. There's, there's Miz. Miz. I was like, there's Josiah. He hates my guts. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, on the soccer team. I would not pass it to Miz. On purpose. On purpose. I would say such mean things to the dudes on the side about Miz. On purpose. So that he could hear it mm-hmm. in earshot. But that's a huge part of, of my why Chi Alpha is mm. I believe the win right now is to scatter seed wherever you see it. 
You know, in Luke 8, when it talks about the right. parable of the sower, he goes out, he sows seed, and it falls on the sidewalk. It falls on the rocky soil. It falls on the thorny soil. Yeah. And some of it finally falls on good soil. And I feel like you loving me and you just literally showing up, God crossing our paths. It was like you loved me and chose to scatter seed on rocky soil as heck. Like you knew it probably wasn't going to fall, but in a moment... I love what 1 Corinthians 3 says, I believe, is that, you know, we can, Paul, he plants the seed, Apollos waters it, but God is the only one that can make it grow. And so you were just scattering that seed in faith, bro, and and that was our relationship, and now we're great friends. Honestly, it's it's surreal to, like, think about where we were to where we're we're working together and serving the Lord together, and it's it's a beautiful thing, man. And that's my Waikai Alpha is, like, dudes like you guys like you know bryce and and other people adam lutz like shout out to adam lutz if you're listening he was in my psychology lab and um he just recognized me because judah my brother our assistant he was in chi alpha and he recognized me he just pulled up a picture is like hey is this your brother and just scattering the seed like even on rocky thorny terrible soil but because of that, God in time grew it. And I'm so thankful for, for guys like you that, that did that. And I really think that's the win for us right now, in my opinion, is just cast a wide net, as Alex Rodriguez would say, in yeah. that the sixth win of a small group leader, uh, the grit to keep going. Yeah. You're going to get denied, even in that story, one out of four success rate where right. the seed actually falls. And in those one out of four people, it might not be an exact one-to-one ratio in our ministry, but we can know that they're faithful, available, teachable, and God's the one who grew the seed. Yeah. And just to add to that, while we're casting this large net and, and planting these seeds, mm-hmm. even if we don't reap it this semester, we yeah. don't know what's going to happen next semester. We don't know what's going to happen <laughs> next year, next academic year. And so mm. that's a story that I had with a, with a gentleman where I invited him to Chi Alpha every, like, almost every week. Pretty yeah. faithful and ignored me or just deflected and then it was the next year he's like Miz like I just had a moment with God and I really need to get right with Jesus and he came back to her he came to Chi Alpha for Mm. the first time and was consistent uh, his sophomore year of school Mm. and so again it might not happen this year but we're always sowing seed and casting that net so we can't let our logic limit what God wants to do even though we want it right now yeah we want it right now that's so good that reminds me of a last thing on this and then I'll ask you about your what's the win right now for you as you look out on the climate of the university campus yeah um I remember it was my senior year and um, because of faithful sowing and God growing the seed I gave my life to Jesus and I was walking on campus um praying for the campus and I remember God stopped me in the quad behind uh, the education building and then the physics math building. What's that one? Whitmer. Whitmer. In in that quad right there, I remember God stopped me in my tracks and I was praying for people to come to Jesus that year. And he said, you might not see it, but you can start it. And I love what you were talking about. Like We might not see the seed take root and grow, but we can start it and we can be faithful and in faith scatter that seed, trusting that God's going to do something great with it. Yeah, and I have to. We have to talk about XAI International yeah. students. That's sometimes the heart of 
Chi Alpha International because we get to see and be with students, love and serve them. We want to share Jesus. But if we only have six months, actually four yeah. months with one semester, yeah. you know, sowing that seed is going to make an impact whether we get to see it or not. And to be a part of that journey, as Brad Lewis says, mm. it's like sometimes we're step 185 yeah. of a 320-step process. And so we get to be that um, on our campus mm. And I'm hoping that we get to really reap that 320th and start yeah. discipling and leading. Amen. Yeah. So <clears throat> I feel like in ministry, there's a lot of different ways that you can win. But there's not necessarily a win in one season might not be a win in Correct. another season. And so as you look out in our climate right now in the first, we're in the second full week of school. What do you think is a win? right now for a disciple of Jesus on the college campus? Yeah. Just I, I think with where our university is at, but with the call of God in the Great Commission, mm-hmm. the win right now, it's, it's something that Harvey Herman has been saying, and he's uh, Chi Alpha National mm-hmm. office. He says, become great at being small. Mm. And I think that is super key right now because we want to honor the university yeah. and the guidelines that they're putting out. I mean... For those of you that, I mean, you guys know as students, um, and you know, Josiah, that they're putting a lot of pressure on the student to social distance and pretty much saying it's in your hands if we close or not. And so the university is saying social distance, be smart. But at the same time, we need to be around people. We need to love people. I think of Jesus, you know, and the the Mosaic law and the, and the, the laws that were, you know, just popular at the time, even though they weren't biblical necessarily, like the pharisaical ways. And yet Jesus always chose love. And so he would be around the leper. He would touch Mm. the leper and Mm. that makes you unclean, Mm. but he still chose to do it. So I think it's a both and with the university. And I think the best way to advocate on honoring both of these things is becoming great at being small because we're not going to be around a bunch of people in small groups or wherever, loving people. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, we're not giving up on what God has called us to do, which is make disciples. And that's, yeah. you know, it's non-negotiable. Like, yeah. it's a call for life yeah. to make disciples wherever we go. And so we can't just stop because yeah. of the pandemic. Amen. And so I'd say that's the biggest win. And it's it's challenging, but we're going to make, we always find a way to yeah. win and, and make a way through seasons that are mm-hmm. difficult. So. That's so good. That's what I'd say the win is. And as we do that, I just know this is my other one. I have two wins. Do it. Hit it, hit it, bro. I feel like it needs to be said is, is this idea of how things are so fear-driven mm. right now. And don't know all the scripture off my head, but perfect love casts out fear. I, yeah. I believe that as believers, another way to win and love people is to cast out this fear that is yeah. all around our university, our cities, with the love of Christ. And so just loving people and interacting with them, we have to, it's, we gotta be a catalyst that casts out fear mm. in this time of fear across the nation and the world with yeah. the virus. And so we really, I believe that's another win is just to love people and cast out fear, show them true love. Mm. Um, because, you know, with loneliness and stuck in your room, some classes are online already, and so you have this like hybrid mixture of mm-hmm. I'm going to class but not going to class, sitting alone at the uh, at the the dining centers, like it's just heightened of being isolated. And so loving mm-hmm. people and ministering in that way casts off fear. So becoming yeah. good and great at being small, and then 
loving people that cast out fear, I mm. believe, are our wins right so now. So good. So for you, the listener, just to recap what we just talked about, the win that we feel right now, right, right now on the college campus is we need to sow the seed faithfully. We need to cast a wide net. And then what Ms. was talking about is we need to be great at being small yes. and be a light on the campus that casts out fear. Mm-hmm. Be that embodiment of love that casts out fear. Yeah, and I, just to, in closing, I want to read Matthew 5, 14. You are the light of the world, a city set on a hill that cannot be hidden. Uh, nor do people light a lamp or put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. And so mm-hmm. thinking about that, this virus wants us to put a basket over our light, yeah. right? Yeah. And we can't, we can't do that. Mm. We have to still be that light on a hill. And however we go about doing that, we have to be the light mm-hmm. to cast out that darkness. So good. So, Bro, well, we're going to do something every time we have this podcast. We're going to do a resource of the week. Shout out to the small group leader podcast, yep. Campus Leadership Podcast. They do a resource of the week. I think that's a great idea. So we want to resource with you, resource you something every week. So Ms. Give us our resource of the week and yep. maybe give a little bit of background behind, behind why it will be so helpful for us right now. Sure. So my resource for you guys is Strengthening Yourselves in the Lord. It's a book by Bill Johnson, and it is what it says it is. If you're feeling like you want to grow in being strong in Christ, being rooted and founded in your faith, this is a great start, and it has practicals of how you can practically do that. Mm. And so one of my favorites is Remembering the promises of God. Yeah. And so when we are in difficult times or questioning, like, oh, can I do this? And you're having doubt, like remembering all the promises that are in this, in this book mm. and beginning to practice reciting them over you begins to strengthen yourself. And so it's a great resource to get strong in your mm. faith. And it impacted me, and I love teaching on that topic too. <laughs> so that's your resource today. Strengthen yourself in the Lord. That's our encouragement to you today. Uh, first one of a small group leader man daily devotion to jesus Mm -hmm. we need to strengthen ourselves in the lord everything else is going to fall into place yeah thanks for tuning in this week uh we'll catch you next time peace peace love you guys later thanks for tuning in to the und chi alpha podcast if you would like to connect with us you can visit us at undchialpha.com let's go reconcile students to christ and make disciples who make disciples who make disciples. See you next time.